What is up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Embrace. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm excited to dive into today's episode. This is something that I have struggled with for so many years of my life, and I actually had a conversation about this really recently with a new client that I came on board um, with my VIP one-on-one mindset coaching. But as you can see, the title is Conditional Self-Love. And you know, this is something like, this is a concept that I didn't really know about for a long time. Like I was just like conditional self-love, unconditional self-love, like, you know, and when I thought I quote unquote loved myself unconditionally, I was like, yeah, you know, I love myself. Like I look at myself in the mirror and I like what I see, you know, I'm proud of me. And then shit hits the fan. And then I start having these intrusive thoughts. I start questioning myself. I start being really mean to myself and then not recognizing that that right there is conditional love. And that's kind of what we're going to dive into is like the difference between conditional and unconditional and how to start loving yourself a little bit more unconditionally. And this actually is going to come from reparenting and nurturing your inner child because all of this stems from childhood. All of this stems from your inner child not receiving what he or she needed growing up. So conditional self-love, of course, has conditions. It fluctuates, right? So kind of what I just told you. This was probably like maybe two years ago. I remember writing a caption for Instagram and I just remember like writing down like how I loved myself unconditionally and like I've really achieved that. And I think it was like a few months later, like something had happened, like something hit like business or something like that. Like I was kind of just like struggling through something and I just started feeling worthy, like (laughs) worthy less, worthless. I started feeling like I I didn't deserve, you know, what I was – I was working for, I started feeling like I wasn't capable. And then I like came across that caption. Like I keep everything in the notes in my phone. I came across it and I was like, oh fuck. Like I feel like an imposter because I just wrote a whole caption about I love myself unconditionally, but here I am going through something and all of a sudden all of that love just went out the window. So it fluctuates on circumstances, dependent on circumstances. It uses love as a reward. So it's like I'll love myself if – like if I do this, if I'm this body, if I achieve this body, if I achieve this, you know, if I get this job, if I receive this position, then like I get to love myself more. I'm going to love myself more because I did that very much again under conditions as well. It relies on you doing something. It's based on you doing. It's based on you acting like through an action, right? So people pleasers, right? If you're showing up for people, if you're doing things for people, you're like, oh, I love myself because I'm doing this for them. And it relies on outcome. So if you do X, then you're going to receive Y outcome and then I'll be able to love myself. And it relies on performance as well. It's based off of performance. Like, are you operating well? Are you doing things well? Did you crush that interview and get the job? Did you, you know, hit the gym for six months consistently and then you, you know, finally got, you know, over your gym anxiety? Like it's based on how you're showing up. And conditional love sounds a lot like I love you, but... I'll love you if, I'll love you when, and it's really something that I think everybody, I don't think I've ever met anyone in this world that has never said those types of things in to themselves in their life where it's like, you know, I love myself, but like, I love myself, but I do this or, you know, yeah, like, like, I like what I see in the mirror, but Now, all of a sudden I, you know, started being inconsistent or I stopped, you know, being in this routine and now this is how I, like, it's very conditional, 
Now, unconditional love, of course, is condition-free. It's sustainable. It just is. There's no reason as to why you love yourself. You just do, and you're just receiving, and you're just feeling it because of the fact that you exist. We all come into this world as love. So you are love, and it relies on being. It's not about acting. It's not about doing. It's not about an outcome. It's not about a physical thing that you're doing externally. It's just about being who you are. And it sounds a lot like I love you always. I love you for all that you are and ever will be. And it's just about existing. And there's nothing that you can do that's going to make you love yourself more or less or be worthy of love more or less. So this is something that is so cringe, like so fucking cringe for so many people, like just feeling like, oh, like abundance of self-love. Like if you are listening to this and you're cringing, if you have ever seen someone like, you know, just dance and be cringy on the internet or outside, just like you're driving and you see someone on the street, like that is them probably loving themselves unconditionally. And then you feeling very cringy at them is telling you a lot about yourself. That is a projection you're projecting onto them. And that sweetheart is telling you there's a lot of conditional love there. So I was talking to a new client recently and she was talking a lot about how, or I had pointed out to her, I was like, wow, this is a lot of conditional self-love here. You know, it's like you love yourself when you're doing certain things. You love yourself when you're showing up for these certain things. But when you're not, that's when the intrusive thoughts come up, right? You know, am I even worthy of this? Do I even deserve this? Am I even capable of this? So I think it's really hard to go from like zero to 100. It's really hard to be like, I fucking hate myself to like tricking yourself. Like, no, like I do love myself. Like, but let's find a middle ground. How can we be a little bit more neutral? How can we find a place of neutrality and acceptance? It's like, maybe you don't love yourself. Maybe you don't truly feel that yet. But how can we start to say, I accept where I am. I accept who I am as I start to work towards more self-love. Like that is such a place of neutrality. That phrase right there can really regulate your nervous system. It can really start to allow yourself to feel a little bit more whole just by switching to a more neutral mindset and a more neutral state of being. Unconditional or sorry, unconditional self-love stems from what we didn't receive as a child. And I think a lot of people resonate with like praise, right? When we are only receiving praise or recognition, when we do something, we come home from school and we got an A on our test. So now we're being praised and we get it planted on our fridge. We come home and from a game that we won and we're getting praise and, you know, we're going out to dinner. We're having a special dinner for, you know, the game, for the championship we just won. These are rewards based on something that we're doing. And then let's say we come home. This is a true life story for me. Come home from school. You got bullied and you're crying and you're feeling really sad. And your parents are kind of just looking at you like, what's, what's going on? What's, why are you crying? And it's just like, you're trying to say it. And they're just like, well, it's okay. You know? It's not true. And there's nothing there. There's no love. There's no extra nurture. There's no praise for like, no, you know, that's not true. This is what is true. You deserve this. You deserve to be loved. It's not there. It's not really uh, prominent like it is when you come home with an A 
on your test or this art project that you came home and you're really excited to show mom and dad and you wrote, I love you, mom, on it. Like that receives praise because you did something, but you're coming home. And emotionally, maybe you're not in the best state. And maybe as a parent that didn't have emotional support growing up, they're looking at their child a little uncomfortable. Like, how do I handle this? Let me just pretend that it didn't happen. Let me just pretend that it's not real and just show them like, no, it's not important. It's okay. You don't need to cry. And you're not getting the love. And what that does is that creates a story inside your head that, oh, mom and dad only love me when I do good things, when I do better. And on like, you know, kind of on the same thing, like coming home, like being bullied, like let's say you got in trouble. Let's say whether you like actually did something or you were just part of something, you know how fucking school is. <laughs> like they just be calling about some bullshit all the time. Um, you know, let's say it's it's something bad happened and they start to scorn you. They yell at you. Maybe they beat you. Maybe they took something away. And now you as a little child think they don't love me. I'm bad. I'm a bad person. I did something bad. So they don't love me. They love me when I do something. They love me when I do good. That is how conditional love is formed when you're a kid. And I mean, I know there's other drastic situations too that can happen, but when we think we only can are worthy of love when we do, when we achieve, that's how we grow up thinking. That's how we grow up operating. So we start to go hard in school. We start to go hard in sports. You know, when we graduate, and when we're in the work field, we start to go hard and we start to work, work, work and hit marks and hit goals and, you know, show our boss that we're worthy and go hard in our business and, you know, try to hit like all these new goals, all these quarter goals, yearly goals, annual goals. Like we're just working, 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 working. And by doing so, we're talking about it and we're receiving the praise, we're receiving that love. But what happens when maybe a business, like you have a month in business that isn't doing so well? It's kind of slow, which happens. Business has seasons or, you know, or on the other side too, like, let's say you're working really hard, but they didn't pick you. You weren't picked. So you're like, fuck, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. So my point is, (laughs) and I hope that you're kind of seeing how this has molded as a child, right? Like we are taught that we have to do something to receive love. We have to be something Sorry, we have to be better to receive love. We have to perform to receive love. Then we're worthy of love. Then we're worthy of recognition and praise. But unless we're doing those things, then we're not. And that's the story that is created in your head. And that's what follows you in your adulthood. That's what follows you in your relationships. You think that you have to be doing these things for your partners and then they'll love you more, right? Like let's say you're going through a breakup. Let's say you go, you're going through a breakup. Your boyfriend just broke up, broke up with you. And then now you have all these things going through your head like, fuck, like I should have just been more like that girl. If I was like her, he would have loved me. If I, you know, didn't do this, if I was, if I wasn't too much, if I didn't share too much, he would have loved me more. He would love me more. He would have stayed. If I, you know, didn't say this all the time, if I didn't act like this, if I didn't do these things, he would have loved me more and he would have stayed. You're distorting who you are. You're distorting what you need to do or who you need to be for someone to love you. And that's not the way love works. That's not true love at all. And unfortunately, I think our generation experiences that a lot. And I am very grateful that I am not in that position. Shout out to my baby. 
but it's something that I see all the time. It's something that I see in clients all the time. Like they question their worth, they question who they are, and they question whether or not they even deserve love. But let me tell you, love starts with you. Like I was saying, we come into this world as love and then it's taken away. It's kind of distorted based on our experiences and based on what we're hearing, what we're consuming, what is molding us as we're growing older. If you're in a position where you are loving yourself conditionally, ask yourself what you're missing. Ask yourself what you feel like you need. Because if you think you need praise, you need accomplishment, you need acceptance. Okay. All very valid. Are you giving those things to yourself? Praising yourself, accepting yourself, valuing yourself. Are you doing that for yourself? Because I guarantee you're either not doing it or you're not doing it enough. And that's where unconditional love starts. It's like, okay, well, what are the things that I've held shame towards? I worked really hard for this job position, didn't get it. I, you know, applied to these schools, didn't get in, didn't get into the program. This failed every relationship. Every person has walked away from me. Like, what are you holding judgment towards? Start bringing love to that. That is how you're going to unlock unconditional love is starting to love the parts of you that you've suppressed, the parts of you that you've judged, the parts of you that you've held shame towards because you thought they weren't lovable. You thought that they weren't enough. They didn't perform the way that they should have. They did not do what they should have done. They didn't receive the outcome that they should have received. Therefore, those parts are not worthy of love. And that's a story that you're continuing to feed and create within you. And it's going to be very hard for you to know what unconditional love feels like, one, but two, accept love from someone else if you feel like that is your definition of what love feels like, if what love is. is it, If you're entering in a relationship and it's like, I'm going to do these things and I'm going to perform this way and I'm going to, you know, whatever, be this specific person, like not just be who you are, but be this specific type of person because that is what's worthy of love. That is going to fail you. And you're failing yourself because you're not accepting the parts of you that you've decided aren't worthy of your love. So start there. Start with bringing awareness to the parts of you that you've been hiding, the parts of you that you've been suppressing and exiling. I actually have a guided meditation for this that if you are interested, I would love to send it to you. It's a, it's a little bit long. It's about 20 minutes, but it really does bring you face to face with the version of you that you've exiled the most and allows you to come back home to her and allow her to or him feel seen and feel heard because our parents made us feel unseen and unheard when we didn't receive love uh, from just being who we are, or we didn't receive love when we just maybe weren't feeling too great. And now it's time for you to reparent yourself. It's time for you to give what your inner give your inner child what she did not receive. Give your inner child what she's needing, what she thinks she believes is is love, what she thinks she needs to do to receive love. She needs to know that that's not true. And no one can do that besides you. You have to go back. You have to bring those versions of you back to the surface, meet them, nurture them, love them, show them, find a way to accept them, forgive them, and forgive yourself for exiling them for so long because this story that has continued to carry you through life, it's deep. 
it's deep, but it's not your fault. It didn't start with you. It's just what you experienced and that's what molded you. So start with that. Start with just going back with the things that you feel like you know, you've done in the past that weren't worthy of love or the things that you think are a repetitive pattern. There's a reason it's, it keeps repeating itself. So go back, go back to the version of you that isn't feeling loved right now. And there's so many journal prompts, there's meditations that you can really do to help you get there, to help you really be face-to-face with this version of you so she can start to feel seen, so she can start to feel valued again. She needs her big sister right now. She needs you and she needs you to start reparenting her. And the power, the power of that is inexplainable. And when you feel like you come back home to yourself because you've accepted parts of you that you that you've exiled i tell you oh nothing can shake you from that foundation not a fucking thing because you feel so powerful you feel so good you know just accepting just holding yourself in your arms embrace embracing yourself in your arms and feeling like i accept all of me i forgive all that i've shamed myself for and i love all of myself i love every fucking part of me. Everything that has ever made me, me, I love. And you get to love yourself unconditionally. Like radical self-love is a fucking superpower. And when you have that baby girl, ain't nobody going to knock you off your fucking socks at all, ever. And your relationships are so much more powerful because of it. So I hope this helped you. I hope this spoke to your soul today. I know this is a deep one. I know conditional self-love is really, really deep. And so many people struggle with this. They really do, and it's fucking real. So I hope this allowed some starting point for you. I hope this is bringing you some awareness and where you can start to start to pour a little bit more self-love into yourself. So if you enjoyed this, please like, share, subscribe. Let me know if this resonated with you, and I will catch you on the next episode.